So the big question is this. How do entrepreneurial salespeople like us, who have traditionally sold a loan and used gut and intuition to hit their number, take their innate talents and begin selling using science, technology, and the secrets of thousands who have done it before to crush their quota and change the world? That is the question, and this podcast provides the answers. You are not going to believe this. We just completed our state of sales development report. It was the largest study ever on sales development. We now literally have like 1,500 companies giving us insights into how they structure their teams and um, how they buy technology and move leads down their entire pipeline. Um, But one of the biggest findings was what the heck reps are actually doing when it comes to outbound sales cadences. Now, if you're like me, you've heard of studies saying a rep should contact someone 15 to, I don't know, 30 times when prospecting. Have you heard of those? I know I have. Now, it's a good and bad about those types of studies is that they are surveys. And surveys, like most data, needs to be seen in the right context. Now, what I want to do is go above and beyond surveys. I want to know what companies were actually doing when it came to their sales cadence. So we decided to do the following experiment. Number one, do a survey. Ask hundreds of companies what they believe their sales cadence is. Number two, go into the data. Examine the InsightSales.com big data set to see what people are actually doing and what they should be doing. Now, we currently have the largest sales database in the entire world, 6.7 trillion, I think, data points. That's trillion with a T. So, man, I couldn't believe this experiment. It had never been done before. What is actually going on with Cadence? I haven't been excited about almost any other study. So anyways, to make sure we did it right, we studied the data across the pillars of a sales Cadence. And this, this is really important, so make sure you listen to this. The pillars of a cadence are number one attempts, and that is the number of total touches on a leader contact. Two is media. That's the different communication methods used in a cadence. Duration is the time between the first activity and that last activity in your sales cadence. And then lastly is spacing. That's going to be the time between each activity. No, no, no. One more. Content what you actually say or write in a phone call, in an email, etc. Okay, so with that basis, here's what we discovered. Get ready to have your mind blown. Let's first look at attempts. How many total touches does a leader contact have? Now, when we surveyed the different companies, they told us they believed their reps did 15.1 total attempts on average. Now, that's not really surprising. Go and Google how many attempts you know you should do in an outbound cadence, and I think you'll find a lot of references to around 15. Now remember, that is what companies said they did. The question then, what does the data say they actually did? Now when we looked at the InsideSales.com big data set, we found that the typical rep was doing about 3.5 attempts on average. Guys, that's a huge difference between what was believed and what actually happened. I mean, I think I go to the gym three, four times a week, but I never go. I mean, wow. Now, that's not all. It is interesting, but what was optimal? Well, 
optimal was seven attempts. In fact, if you go over seven attempts on an outbound cadence, your ability to contact someone drops about two-third percentages. That's a lot. That's a big thing. Now, one thing we saw in the data is this concept of recycling. And this, this is important to mention here because it is a principle I think you should start practicing in your sales process. Now, it's not that you only hit a target account maybe seven times. You should run a play with seven-ish attempts and then let that contact sit for a little while. Um, and then again, bring them back in, recycle them back in and hit them seven more times. And truthfully, you can do this as many times as needed. Okay, next let's look at media. Remember, media is the different communication methods a rep can use when prospecting. I think it's important to remember that you know that a rep can use like phone and voicemail and email and social and direct mailer and video and chat and text message. So when we asked all these companies how many of these methods they use in their typical sales cadence, they reported four. Now, when we examine the big data set to see how many communication methods they actually used, we found that reps most often used two communication methods. Now, does that matter? Well, it's all good data, but again, what's optimal? The optimal number appears to be three even more. In fact, we see if you use three plus communication methods, you increase your contact rates by as much as 4x compared to just using one communication method. Next is duration. Remember, that's first touch to last touch. So we asked these companies what their average duration length was for their sales cadences. Now, companies believed they were sitting right around a month, about 28 days. So that means if the first touch happened, let's say on January 1st, the last touch of the cadence would happen on January 28th. So when we looked at the InsightSales.com big data set to see what was actually going on with duration, we found that it wasn't too far off. It was 24.6 days. So that's pretty close to what people believe versus what they did. Now, the interesting thing on this one was the optimal duration. Optimal duration of cadences was in that six to eight days. In fact, people who go over eight days in their duration have their contact rates drop by, again, almost two-third percent. That's tough to swallow. Now, I often believe cadences, especially outbound, should be more like at least three weeks, but it appears that keeping cadences tighter and, again, recycling is ultimately the better way to go. Next was spacing. Now, spacing is that time between each activity in a sales cadence. So for example, if you call someone on you know noon on Monday and then email them on noon on Tuesday, that spacing would be 24 hours between those two touches. So again, we asked the companies what they thought their spacing was and people reported about two days, 1.9 days. When we compared that to actual, this was a big one. We found that the actual spacing was 10.4 days. Big, big difference versus what people believed and actual. Now, interestingly, what people believed aligned more with what was optimal because optimal was one to two days. Then last but not least is content. Now, content was a tough cookie to crack. Um, When we looked at content, we really wanted to look at 
each of the communication types. Now, some were easy, some were basically, you know, impossible with the current data that we had, but here's what we found. With email, there are two big trends happening. One, short form email. That that's extremely personalized. Think of this like it's 25 to 50 words. A lot of success with that. Number two, though, the other trend is the long-form email. And, and they're doing really well as well. Think of these like five to 700, but in some cases, we see them go as high as like 1,800 to 2,000. And we're tracking both of these, which makes the average number for an optimal length of an email around 300 words. But it's definitely bigger than most people think. Um, um, voicemail. It's not dead. Now, it may get a boost with some of the transcribing services that are coming out. Shorter is better here, though. Under 30 seconds is a hard and fast rule. Video and email, another big trend. We're seeing only about 10% of emails contain a video, again, according to our data. Best videos are short, under 30 seconds. Um, research is then showing in mails right around that 150 word mark text messages. Got to keep that under 160 characters. And then lastly, with content, the reported, the most effective reported type of direct mailers is a handwritten note, an oldie but a goodie. So look, you guys, sales cadence is so foundational to prospecting. If you're not doing it, you're crazy. But we need to start talking about what is optimal when it comes to building a cadence. And this study is a absolute breakthrough in discovering what people believe is optimal versus what is actually optimal. Now, you can do all of this manually, trying to run the pillars of a cadence, or you can do it with our intelligent engagement tool called Playbooks, your call. Want more sales secrets? Go to salessecrets.io to receive copies of our latest research and best practice content to help you crush your goals.